The national elections are just around the corner. Proclamation rallies and sorties are happening left and right with candidates' political maneuverings. And that is why this episode for this podcast is to help us become more discerning. The title of our episode today is The Leader That We Need, Servant Leaders. Thank you for joining us in today's podcast. You are listening to Breakthrough with Boris Joaquin. One of the most influential leadership experts of our time is Ken Blanchard. He co-founded a movement called Lead Like Jesus, where I serve as regional representative for Southeast Asia, Australia, and New Zealand. When, when we first ran the Lead Like Jesus in the Philippines, I honestly thought it would not work because of its spiritual uh, underpinnings. But more and more companies are coming to realize the nature and quality of one's leadership is not just a matter of experience or education uh, or people skills for that matter, but it's essentially character-based, character based, founded on such values uh, like stewardship, responsibility, and accountability. It has almost been two decades and we're still running the program in the corporate world. All those years of teaching servant leadership have challenged my standard standards as I think about my own personal leadership, about how to develop other organizational leaders at the same time, and about my own choices, especially ngayong darating na election, as we select our national leaders. In electing our next le- the next leaders of our nation, Mahalagang tanungin, is it, is it really crucial to ask, are you choosing servant leaders or self-serving leaders? Now, let me share to you some pointers on what a servant leader is like. Servant leaders recognize their own personal ego, that it gets in the way of delivering great results and maintaining great human relationships. Lead Like Jesus in the U.S. shares that eight, uh, 38% of new CEOs fail within the first 18 months on the job, and their failures have little to do with skills, competencies, or knowledge. Rather, their failures are more often the result of ego, pride, or lack of emotional intelligence. Contrary to popular belief, this internal character trait cannot be overcome and changed by learning new management tactics or better ways of communicating, although many have tried. Gordon MacDonald in his book, Ordering Your Your Private World, distinguished between two kinds of people, which I find very helpful in understanding the difference between servant leader and self-serving leader. And he refers to them as the driven and the called. Uh, For MacDonald, people who are driven think they own everything, their relationship, their possessions, and their possessions. (laughs) As a result, they spend most of their lives protecting what they own, quote-unquote what they own. Um, You can tell that if you're driven, self-serving leader, um, by the way, you you try to treat feedback. When, When you receive feedback from your subordinates, do you kill the messenger even before you hear the message? <laughs> then if you do that, then you might be a self-serving leader. Why? Because self-serving leaders see critical feedback as a threat to their position and put up their defenses by discounting the message uh, and the messenger. On the other hand, uh, McDonald describes called, quote-unquote, called leaders are those who think that everything on life is on loan. They see themselves as stewards of their relationships, 
possessions and possessions and their leadership roles. Leaders with a sense of calling treat their position as a trust, as something loaned to them by God and by the people that they are attempting to lead. And so, if you give a servant leader feedback, they love it. Why? Because it's the, the only reason they, they, they lead is because they serve. So they want to improve the way they serve and lead others. So they welcome suggestions on how they can actually do better. The second way that you can tell that you are a servant leader or a self-serving leader is by the leadership legacy that you create. Um, do you create ways so that others may lead? You see, that, that's a very important question to ask because servant leaders see relationships as loan to them. They treat people with utmost care and respect. Servant leaders uh, love seeing other people, other leaders developing. To them, the development of people is one of the most important things they can do. They seek to contribute to their own growth, to, to those people's growth, because uh, they have borrowed time, they have limited time, and so they would like to make sure that they maximize it with these people. So when a really good leader comes along or grows from the ranks, they welcome the development. Uh, they're willing to share their leadership and even step aside and take another position um, just in order to achieve the organization goals more effectively. In contrast, can you imagine what it would be like if a leader uh, felt like he owned the people around him? Hmm, <laughs> not a good sign. Self-serving leaders uh, who are protective of their position feel threatened by anybody who might do good. They are afraid that others might say, oh, um, that other person should lead. Blanchard often shares, I always say to people, if you can't think of a time when your ego got in the way in the last week, you lie about other things too. It's a real element and we really have to work on it too. The more we admit our ego problems of whether pride or fear, the more you get on top of it. Um, I, I would like to actually uh, quote this biblical verse. So instead of leading out of fear and, and pride, lead like Jesus actually offers us a challenge. It's found in 1 Corinthians 12, uh, verse 31, chapter 12, verse 31. A more excellent way uh, is love as you are loved. Don't be motivated by fear and pride. Um, this is a love-based leadership. So 1 Corinthians 12, 12 31 uh, would challenge us to love. Uh, a colleague of mine uh, was once, uh, I once heard him say that, how can you argue with love? How can you go wrong with love when it comes to leading others or your business and your organization? The other point that I would like to stress out is that servant leaders recognize their accountability before God. National leaders are challenged to weigh both their responsibility and accountability. They have been given the level of responsibility to be obedient to the values of the one, God, uh, to whom they must give an account. God didn't divide uh, us into secular and the sacred. It's all sacred. If God has to give you work or leadership role, you must do it honorably. Uh, that is why Blanchard recommends 
that leaders enter their day slowly and effectively in solitude and prayer in the study of scripture to calm down and discern the best use of one's time at the beginning of the day and at the end of the day to think about the things to praise God about redirections the future acts to keep oneself recalibrated on who they ought to be after all national leaders will need to make decisions uh, that are best for the people that they serve so a strong sense of accountability allows them to make wiser decisions now, the world is in desperate need of servant leaders right now. We've seen what self-serving leaders have done in every segment of our society and even around the world. What we need are leaders that are here to serve rather than be served. What did Jesus say to his disciples? Um, he said, even when I have come to serve, uh, even I have come to serve, not to be served. That's why Jesus the greatest model of servant leadership he basically took 12 unqualified quote-unquote men that uh, probably would never will never hire and sent them out um, to make a difference in the world and he did it by becoming a servant leader to them and before them rather than being a self-serving leader uh, we are just towards of our leadership role the less time we think of ourselves the more time we make every moment count in years of looking at leadership, the issues are still the same. True leadership starts from the heart of the leader. The question of whether the leader seeks to serve or be served is a universal question that needs to be answered. Whether you're looking for the next national leader or, or looking at how we ourselves can serve better. Effective servant leadership is an inside out job. Guys, on March, uh, on March 9, tomorrow, Wednesday, at 7 p.m., our, our live stream show, Breakthrough with Boris Joaquin, uh, we will be talking about more on servant leadership principles we can use as guideposts in choosing our next national leaders. Join us as we go live on the Facebook pages of The Philippine Star, Salt and Light Ventures, and Career Guide. Our guest for that episode is the former uh, Chief Justice Maria Lourdes Sereno, who is now a major voice for people-centered change in Philippine society. She's an advocate for respect, uh, for dignity of every Filipino, integrity in public service, and just governance. So I hope you can join us during our live stream. And thank you for joining us in today's episode. God bless everyone.